All right. All right. All right. Devon, do you know what we're doing right now? Yeah, I'm taking over this podcast. I will tell it's you. It's time for a coup. Okay, okay. You had your own coup joke. I have my own coup joke. Well, well what was yours? Okay. <laughs> no, actually, I like that. Sorry. Okay, okay. Yes, let's do that. That was a really bad intro, but we're going with it. Welcome to Cardboard, the board game podcast. I'm Devon Body. I'm Steve Davis. We are talking about coup. Yep, coup. The coup. game where you use your secret identity to take over the Senate government. I'm not sure what you're taking over, but I know people need to get hurt. Bluff to victory in this card game with no third chances. But you get a second chance. Oh, that's all you need. I mean, that is it's quite quite useful. In fact, you might even get third chances. No, not really. Sometimes some people save you, and that's nice. Yeah. All right. Coup is, uh, I mean, I'd call it a bit of a party game. It's yeah. It has a bit of a party game feel. It's uh more. It's less about what's happening on the table and more about the interactions between the people. Yeah. It lets you really know who in the group is a really good liar. Yeah. It really, really does because those people do end up winning a lot, or at least monopolizing the majority of the game yeah making it right up to that final round for sure yeah absolutely absolutely getting far or at least or they get ganged up on and destroyed why don't you tell us what's in that box what is in that box what's in it well it's a really small box it's a very small game yes it's also very quick and is about 15 minutes per round. I think there's only 15 cards, no? There is also only 15 cards. That's actually less than Tussie Mussie. Yeah. Though it does come with a bunch of... Yeah, it does come with a bunch of player action cards, which let you know what actions you can take and what each card does, and you get six of those. Yes. So up to six players. And a big pile of money. And a big pile of that money. Yeah. So this game is two to six players and for players 14 and up. You have to be good at lying. For once, I agree with that. Though he kind of does teach some lying early on. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just get him that lying right there. Fourteen. I mean, lying's a pretty important skill I mean, in society. And also, fourteen, you, you you're already lying a yeah. bunch. Yeah. So now is, you know that your parents are also lying. To your you. parents also are lying to you, and Constantly. this game will just help you refine that lying skill. Let's let's get it up to par with the rest of the adults. Yeah. All right. Or you find out you're really good at it. Yeah. And now you're yeah. going to become a lawyer. And now <laughs> you've got a career set up in law. Why don't you tell us a bit of what this game is about? All right. In this game, you are planning a coup. A coup! You want to take over the government while protecting yourself. That is quite uh, correct. But you get two chances in this game, and you also start with two identities that are secret to everyone else but you. Now, in the game, what they actually have a term for what those things are. I don't think they're identities, are they? Where's the rulebook? Influence. Influence. Influence is the two things you have. Yeah, so the two cards. Those are influence. Yeah, influence are face-down cards in front of the player that represent who they influence at court. So the influence you have is kind of what this game is based around, or, or, or the main way to play this game is what influence you have. Wow, I didn't read that one. What's that one? 
when a player has lost all their influence, they are exiled and out of the game. Yes. I didn't know you got exiled. I always thought you were killed. Yes. No, so <laughs> the uh, the actions in the game are actually happening on the people you have influence over. So there are five different cards. The first one is the captain. Oh, you want me to say the next one? I mean, I think we were just oh, we're doing that sharing thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's share the mic. It seems very cool-like. No, it doesn't. That's yeah. why. <laughs> well, that's why I went first, So, because there are five cards, so I get to talk more. Ah, see, yep. that's you're using that influence. Yeah, yeah. And the next one is the Contessa. The next one after that is the Ambassador. And don't forget about the Duke. The Duke, the one everyone likes to lie about, and uh, one of the fun cards in the game, the Assassin. Those are the five different characters that are in this game, the ones you have influence over, and those are the ones that actually end up being killed or yes. cooed out. And then you, as the one, as kind of like the mastermind behind it, don't actually die, but do get exiled if the people you have influence over are killed or cooed. Yep. So, why don't you start with a breakdown of what each of these characters can do? Alright, so in this game, let's first talk about the base action. Actually, so without even great, looking at any of the characters, on your turn, you can take a coin. Take one coin. This cannot be blocked or challenged in any way. Yeah, or... If you feel like it, you could accept foreign aid and take two coins. Now, this can't be challenged because it doesn't take an uh, it doesn't take any influence. But if someone has the duke, they can block it. Yeah, and as soon as you get up to ten coins, you must coup. But all you need is seven to perform a coup. That's right. A very common aspect in games is the once you hit a certain max point, you have to perform an action to keep people from stockpiling. So very good, keeps the game going. So why don't we dig into what some of these characters can do? Okay, so let's first start off with the Duke. So the action the Duke can perform is tax. He's making that tax money. In which they take three coins. That's right. So if you're the Duke, you can use the tax action to take three coins. That is the largest amount of money you can get at one time. It also blocks foreign aid for any other player, like we stated earlier. So that's a free action that anyone can do regardless of who they have influence over to take two coins from the center, but it is blockable, so it's a bit dangerous. Now, something I'll say about the Duke is over most games I've watched or played, the Duke is by far the most commonly lied about because that ability to take three coins is quite powerful. Yeah, So, but quite usually often not about. threatening enough where someone will try to stop you from doing that. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, sometimes it depends. It depends on what you have. But let's continue on before we get into that. The next one is the assassin. Uh, the assassin can, you guessed it, assassinate. They pay three coins and then choose a player to lose one influence. So the influence is the character card sitting in front. They don't have any other actions, but they can be blocked. And we'll get into that later on. Yeah. So you could pay those three coins to assassinate someone's influence and then have it blocked and still lose your coin. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. The next card is the Ambassador. The Ambassador. This one is one that I think is probably the card that gets most confusing. A little bit. Game. The the uh, I, I have watched this in uh, various Let's Plays on YouTube and played it in a few games. And 
the rules have been messed up quite a few times on this yes. card. So the action the ambassador can take is exchange, where they exchange cards with the court deck. And the exchange action is take two cards and then return two cards to the court deck. It cannot be blocked. Can't be blocked. But what's cool is you have two cards in front of you. And it says take two cards and then return two cards. So you could potentially swap out both of your uh, influence. Or one. Or one or, or none. Or none. Yeah. So it's actually a really cool power that I think gets misplayed a lot. But if you if you go by those specific rules, it's actually a quite useful tool. Yeah. And the ambassador also blocks stealing. It can block stealing. And we will get into who can steal next with... The captain. The captain may steal two coins from any other player. Now, that's uh, that's a really cool power, but it's probably the most dangerous one because not only can the ambassador block it, like Jabon just said, but other captains can block stealing as well. Uh, and it doesn't have to be blocked by the person being stolen from, right? If Devon steals from me, it doesn't just have to be me who blocks it. Any other player with an ambassador or captain can block yeah so it might be a little bit risky to use that steal but it is very effective to take coins away from other players. oh absolutely absolutely it is uh, and that leaves us with one card left yeah and that one is the contessa now the contessa is pretty powerful but also pretty underpowered yeah so the contessa does not have a special action no but if you have the Contessa, you can block an assassination. Yes. Same as the uh, captain and ambassador, you can block any assassination, not just the assassination of yourself. Yeah, which is a really effective way to keep the uh, target off of yourself and maybe on somebody else. Absolutely. Um, um, yeah, I, 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 as much as the uh, Contessa card doesn't have a special effect, to um that they can play that counter action as they call it of blocking an assassination is honestly really a, a very useful tool to have yeah i mean if i could block myself from being assassinated in real life i would want that yeah and i mean in real life sure you'd stop someone else from getting assassinated uh yeah okay i mean that's fair <laughs> i probably would yeah i mean so let's jump into some of the strategies but i mean that's the the core of the game is just to defeat your enemies uh, and be the last one alive. Yeah, so the important part to know is that you're the only one who knows which of these character cards you have. Yes. But you can pretend that you have any of them. So this goes back to that house rule that I always want, which is cheating is allowed. Cheating is the game. This whole game is based around lying. Now, you don't have to lie. You can just tell the truth. But you can also just lie. That's why it's great to have these cards in front of you that tell you exactly what each character does. The first word in the description on Board Game Geek is bluff to victory in this card game with no third chances. So, which gets to my first strategy. Memorize what the cards do. Do not be looking at that card that tells you what cards do. You want to know what it does off the top of your head so that uh, you look more trustworthy. Or counterpoint, only look at that card. Well, I mean, that is another <laughs> that is another way. Just have it in front of you at all times so that everything looks suspicious or you just you, people ignore you for looking at the card. 
Yep. But uh, regardless, stay consistent. Don't stop, check the card, and then say, no, I block that with my Contessa. Like, you're just going to get called out every time. Yeah. Or always do that. Yeah. Oh, we didn't <laughs> even cover that in the rules. Sorry, I jumped way ahead. But so anytime someone does one of those effects or counter actions, like the Duke says, take three coins, or the Contessa blocks an assassination, or anything that any of the characters actually do. Except for the take income and for an aid. Well, those are not something that the characters do. Yeah. Those are something that the player can do, but not that their uh, their character influences do. The, the, the characters that they have, anything that those characters can do, can be challenged. So if you suspect someone is telling a lie, you can challenge them. Yes. But of course, if they're telling the truth, then you lose influence. So one of your characters is dead. But what happens if you are correct and they don't have that card? Then they lose influence. Yes. They lose one of their cards. Their choice. Whoever, anytime someone loses a uh, an influence, it's their choice of what dies. But um, that is the dangerous one. So, And here's one. Unless you are absolutely sure that a person is not an assassin, do not block the assassination of yourself. Yes. Because if you fail that assassination, the assassination goes ahead, you lose one card, and you also lose a card for failing a challenge. Yes. You lose both cards, you are out. If you're being targeted with assassination, unless you have like two of the two assassins <laughs> in front of you, I would be extremely cautious about... Yeah. challenging because we've had people have we, i've watched people lose the game yeah. doing that same thing for saying i am the contessa so i block that assassination yeah oh yeah exactly by bluffing so that if you fail the bluff if or someone challenges you and you fail you don't have the contessa same thing you yeah. die you're dead you're out of the game yeah so that can be yeah, we found that one out uh, the hard way. <laughs> Someone, uh, yeah. yeah, that was unfortunate. I mean, I've done that. Uh, yeah, I think you did it the first time. It wasn't. It was one yeah. of the first. It was an early round, and you were out. And so like, it was unfortunate. Yeah, but fun story. Fun story. Do you have any other strategies, Devon? Uh, Key strats. Don't overlook just getting enough money to perform a coup. Yeah. Oh, never. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to instantly hunt down the lies that people are telling when you can just pay to have them removed yeah exactly get that coup money get that coup money uh and perform that coup coup is uh, a coup is unblockable unchallengeable nothing it is not a character trait so uh when you have the coup you spend those seven coins whoever you target they lose an influence so yep. yeah absolutely it's the most powerful thing in the game yes but don't be afraid to spend some of those coins on for instance the assassination. If you have an assassin or you want to lie about it, don't be afraid to to spend those coins. Yeah, because if you're able to perform the assassin successfully, it does put you in a much better spot than you were before. Yeah. Now, one more strategy is don't be afraid to lie through your teeth. The first couple rounds, not likely are you going to get challenged. Unless, you know, someone has both of one of those cards. Exactly. I mean, there is the danger of that. Someone could have both of the cards that you are saying you have. It's not as likely, but it's definitely possible. Yeah. But the it is the best time at the beginning to start lying. And then for, to further that, don't be afraid to say 
throughout the game and claim you have more than two different abilities, different characters. You don't have to, you know, lie and say you have these two cards and only stick to that to keep the lie going because people don't know what you have. So once you get to that third one, uh, I mean, maybe the third one should be the one you tell the truth uh, because that's where they're going to be most likely to challenge you. And at some point, you definitely want to keep telling the truth. But by just saying whatever it is you want to say, just use whatever ability comes to you. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, it, I mean, it's a strategy that can go wrong, but it's a, it's a strategy yeah, that course. can go very right. Especially if you can pull off the lies in this game. Yes. It's very easy for one turn to say you're the captain. Yeah. The next turn, you say that you're the ambassador. Turn after that, maybe you're the duke. Yeah. Picked up two cards with the ambassador option. Yep. Who knows who you are now? One and then of, use the coins you picked up to assassinate. Uh, one of our one of our most fun endings to some one of our games was a, a game. I man, I I don't exactly remember. It was one of the first times we ever played. It was at uh, Snakes and Lattes, I believe, downtown. And I lied about something. It was just down to you and me. And I lied about something. I wish I could remember. It was so funny. And then it came back around to you. And you you went to assassinate me. And I blocked it with my Contessa. And you just started laughing because I just claimed I had two different things. Yep. And you had to challenge me. Like, it was the last. Otherwise, like, I think I was going to coup you. Yeah. And I flipped over my card. It was the Contessa. And you lost. And I won. It was actually really funny. Yeah. I had one card, claimed I had two cards, and it was the perfect time for, uh, yeah, you had a, to challenge me. It was a no-win situation. It was where... a no-win situation. You challenged me, and I won through that challenge, the failure of the challenge, because yeah. I had the Contessa. So. But if I didn't challenge, then the next turn, you would have performed a coup. Yes. Which would have ended the game. Yeah, exactly. So it was, you it was had no choice. The perfect time to tell the truth. Exactly. Another great thing about this game is it's an excellent game to play with more than two people. If you fill up a room with like five or six, you have no idea what anyone has. And it's a lot harder to keep track of the lies that everyone's telling as you move around the table, as people pick up and put down cards, as people start getting eliminated. As stealing is blocked, foreign aid is being passed around, you're not sure who's getting what, and yeah, uh, yeah. suddenly, it's less about lying and more about being incons inconspicuous. Yeah, I mean, it becomes really hard to track who has what, so, and it, it, can, it can also make it harder to lie, because there's so many moving parts, there are more cards. Depending on how many players are in the game, you, you have more or less cards, so you get up to, I think it's five people the full 15 cards are in the deck uh so you can play actually, with yes. six people no. up to six people up to six, yeah. right yeah but i think actually even four people all 15 cards might be in the deck maybe not i can't remember you get two each two each and i would leave two in the deck so yeah. maybe yeah okay so four people would have 10 cards and then five to six people would have 15 cards in the deck that means there's three of every card Yep. So the that's heightened danger. Well, actually, no. That actually would make lying a bit easier because that means if someone has two of one card, it does not automatically rule out you having that card. No, it card. does not. Yeah. So that actually could be, uh, I mean, more likely to be challenged, but uh, not immediately ruled out. So that really comes back into play with that um, when you're in those larger games, lying early and often. 
is the way to go. Making yourself completely untrustworthy, but throwing in enough truth there that uh, hopefully when they challenge you, you are speaking the yeah. truth. Yeah. Where they're like, well, this person has been saying this the whole game. I guess I'm just going to take that at face value. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think you just got another strategy. Just lie consistently. Pick two cards and say, those are my cards. Or yeah. just, you know, you have two cards, maybe pick one more to lie about. And just be so consistent that maybe you uh, avoid any sort of suspicion. Yep. And then you stay just under the radar. And then when someone is like, oh, I'm going to assassinate you because you've been using the captain power and yeah. the duke power this whole game. Yeah. You do not have anything that would stop me from assassinating you. And then you say... I have the Contessa. Yeah, boom, Contessa. <laughs> My favorite surprise is the Contessa. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. It might, that, I mean, I mean, there's not really too much for favorite card, least favorite card in this game because there's only five cards. But, I mean, I think Contessa is my favorite card. Just because, I mean, it, it's the least useful but most valuable almost in that it protects you from being killed from that assassin. So I, I do really like that card. I really like the Duke card. It gets yeah. you just so much money. And yeah. it stops people from being able to take the extra money the safer way. Which is funny because those are like typically the most honest players when they don't have a way to get good money. Yeah. So they're actually taking the foreign aid trying to get there. And you're just kicking them while they're down. Yeah. I I, like, I, I, do I like need that. you to lie now. Yeah. Though, take uh, one uh, coin or lie. Yeah. I mean, I like every card. But I guess the other one I really like is the Ambassador. Just being able to, I mean, that's another way to throw off a ton of confusion and yep. uh, give yourself more reason to lie, more excuse to lie. Yeah, the is... ambassador is great because it just resets your camouflage. Yeah. Now know what, I mean, people are starting to lose faith. Maybe maybe it's time to, to, to play the ambassador. Yeah. That one, uh, if they are starting to, 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 to mistrust you, maybe make sure you have the ambassador before you just call it out. <laughs> but yeah. It... I mean, the ambassador is one that, at least in the games that I've played, just saying, I have the ambassador, I'm going to swap my two. A lot of yes people will not challenge that one as often as say... It has no danger. Yeah. There's no danger to anyone else. No immediate danger. But yeah, so saying, I have the ambassador, I'm going to swap in the deck. That actually is a good first lie. Yeah. Start off. Yeah. Oh yeah, I have, I have two ambassadors, so I need to swap something out or something. Anything. So that's a that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, it also lets you see what's in the uh, court deck as well. Yeah. Yes. A peek at two of those. Yeah, a peek at two of those, and then knowing exactly what you're putting back in, whether yeah. it's the same or uh, what was in your hand already. Knowing what's in there is actually really handy. Now, I don't know if this game opens itself, lends itself well to house rules, though I think we did one already, which was playing a three-player game with, didn't we play with like all the cards in the deck? Or something like yeah, that. Yeah, we just added, we added it. We, we added just in added it deck. In so that it made it incredibly hard to tell when someone was lying. Yeah. Uh, because there were three of everything. So you could never rule anyone out automatically. Well, unless one person had lost the Duke and it was face up in front of them. Yeah. And you had the other two. Then, then suddenly. Then suddenly you know. But aside from that, so that made it difficult. But aside from something like that, I don't know if there are any decent house rules for this game. Let's see. Playing with your cards face up doesn't work that doesn't work very boring game yeah so being able to not take money defeats half of the game that i mean that's the, the literal action called coup yeah <laughs> it's based on money so yeah i don't i don't this i i just don't think this one 
at this stage of the game lends itself well to house rules. Yeah, it might be more of a game where you just throw in the expansions where there's extra rolls. Yes, so there are a few expansions that uh, I don't own yet, but I really hope to. Uh, They add in factions where uh, players are on different teams. Uh, It's an interesting one, different roles and things like that. So um, excited to to play those. I have watched some of the, the Let's Plays on it, but definitely excited to try those out. So how do you feel about this game? What do you what how do you feel about it? Overall? This game is really interesting, especially with new people. Yes. Who you're not that familiar with. You don't know like their tells where when they're lying. Yes. It's interesting to be like, is this person lying? Is this person telling the truth? Yeah. Yeah. I I don't I know don't enough know. about them to determine it. It's actually kind of But nice. I know I have these two cards. Yeah. And I don't yeah. think they have what they have. Yeah. I mean, it almost (laughs) almost takes away the human element of it. I mean, not that that's necessarily a good thing, but like it's it's like it takes away the tell and it just uh, amplifies. You have to you have to rely on the game mechanics more than just like trying to read the person. So in that sense, I kind of like that. Absolutely. And you know what? And in that sense, I mean, I think oftentimes you might play this with uh, new people because. And the more people, the better. I think it could build a relationship even faster. That kind of camaraderie of lying to each other yeah. <laughs> uh, could actually build up a friendship. Pretty cool. Yeah, I. you know what? I really like this game. I watch the Achievement Hunter guys on YouTube a lot, and they started playing this game, and it was really popular. That's where I kind of fell in love with this game, and one of the reasons I went and got it, because it's just, it's so much fun, because it's a, talking about the human element, it's a card game that puts the focus on the people around the room rather than the cards or board on the table. And I really like that. It's cool. Where it's basically a board game where it just says, you know what? You are the game and now just play. We're just giving you the 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 kind of the scenario to play around. So I like that. I like that yeah. a lot. Yeah. So my first encounter with this game was at a board game cafe where I was just like looking through the wall of games to pick out. Right. And it's just like what is this game with this interesting lady on the cover? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is going on yeah. here? But, of course, I didn't pick it up at that time. I'm like, cool, huh? Yeah. I'll I'll check it out later. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Uh, I did look up the rules and stuff later. And the next time I went out to a board game cafe, I'm like, okay, I sort of know how yeah, to play this. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to bring this with this new group of people that I'm with, and nice. let's see what's nice. going on. And that nice. was a really great way to first experience this game. And Yes. Yeah, it's a... Good icebreaker sort of thing. Yeah, I, that's what it seems. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice, quick, easy game. You can just throw it in the middle once yeah. everyone's like had some time to like, cool down. Yeah, and yeah, relax yeah. And... and you know what? I mean, for uh, I mean, I, I've met a lot of people that um, you know, aren't super savvy with uh, different strategies and 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 planning their way through things. But I think this game lends itself well to those people as well who don't feel super comfortable trying to strategize. Like, you could literally sit there and tell the truth the whole game and win. Yeah. So Easily. Um, easily. Actually, quite <laughs> easily. Quite easily. And uh, uh, it lends itself really well to them, where you don't have to really strategize, start figuring out what everyone else has. Yeah. You protect yourself and keep saying the truth. I mean, some people might kill you, coo you, whatever, but uh, uh, just playing it straightforward, you can definitely win. So it kind of lends itself well to all people. People oh, yeah. want to, like really dig in, start lying everything like we've been talking about, or just telling the truth. Yeah, because a lot of the time, you just get caught up in your own head with your own narrative of what everyone's doing and what they're saying. 
And yeah. all you need to do is be consistent. Yes. And you can just befuddle people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. And actually, just uh, to circle back to strategies, a great strategy, tell the truth the entire game. Yeah. A very good strategy is just tell the truth. Tell the truth. But you kind of need the right cards for that if you really, really want to like stick it to other people. I mean, people. you could just play one of your roles the entire game. You could. You could actually just play one role the entire game and yeah. win. You could. Definitely. Definitely. Um, all right. So uh, how would you rate that game? How would you rate it? This one, I'm going to rate pretty high. It's quick to learn. It's easy to pick up. It doesn't overstay its welcome. You can throw in as many rounds as people are up to. And then just easily put it away for next time. Uh, I'm going to give this game like a nine. A nine. Yeah, this is like a really easily accessible game. Yeah. That as long as people are comfortable with talking a little bit, you can use it as an icebreaker. Nice. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm going to go with the non-traditional route. And I'm going to rate this two dukes in the hand. Two dukes. Double dukes. Double duke tax. Two dukes. Oops, all dukes. Oops, all dukes. <laughs> Which actually, talking about the achievement hunter guys, the uh, the guy who like sets up their games for them went and bought like five or six copies of Coup, just so that he could have he put he set up a game for them where it was all dukes. So everyone so kept go. saying they had a duke, and then they started challenging each other, and then started realizing everyone had dukes. Yeah, yeah, it was really funny because they always like to lie about dukes. Yeah, oops, all dukes is my rating for this game, which if you don't get what that means, it's I love this game. Absolutely love this game. The first, uh, I watched it a bunch. The very first time I saw it in a store, I picked it up and bought it because I absolutely love it. I've only played it a handful of times, the couple different groups of people, but definitely will be playing this much, much more, probably this coming weekend. Blast every time. Blast every time. All right, that's it for today. That's all we have next week though next week we are going to be talking about something really fun somewhat similar or very similar to this game in a one lot of ways. night ultimate werewolf it has many iterations i'm not going to get on to uh get into it but i've sort of been playing this game my whole life with a game called mafia a very similar you're getting in into it premise but um yeah one night ultimate werewolf we will be talking about next episode, not next week. Tune in for that one. That's going to be a fun one. It's my turn for the question of the week. Yeah. What is the question of the week? My question of the week. When was the last time, we're going to go a slightly personal, when was the last time someone called you out on a lie? Last or time. Or it doesn't have to be the last time. Someone called When is out. a prominent time? A memorable time that you feel like sharing right. when someone called you out on a lie. And that's... I mean, I call myself out on <laughs> that. I, I'll accept that. <laughs> I will accept that answer. I will accept that answer. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to say a prominent one for myself. I will start this one off. Uh, uh, frankly, lying that I was balding. That's fair. Yeah. I called myself. I said, you know what? Just just keep your hair off. Just cut it off. And that was it. Stopped lying to my... I called myself out. Who are you kidding? No one. Everybody? No one. No one. It also doesn't help that I can't see myself from behind or above. Yeah. So it's harder to I see. I mean, you could if you really tried. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just need two... There are 
too many mirrors involved in that. Oh, I was thinking, which just, is literally you just know, two. pull the eye out of the socket and make sure you don't rip I've off. I've done the... that. Let's not talk about that. It cringes too many people out. All right, are you trying to uh, yeah, uh, dodge the question? What? No. When was the last time? Uh, I'm lying or... about that. When... I was dodging the question. <laughs> <laughs> you dodged the question by not dodging the question. I will accept that answer. He just called himself out for lying about dodging the question. All right. Uh, we ask you, when is a uh, a time that someone called you out for lying? Um, yeah, that's that's the question. Let us know on our social media. Yep, we're on Twitter, Instagram, Instagram at cardboard podcast. Twitter is at cardboard podcast. No yeah. T. Uh, There's probably a comment section somewhere. Uh, on our most recent post on Instagram, and our most recent post on Twitter or just tag us yeah. and just, uh, I mean, maybe, maybe I should like when these go up, actually tweet the question. I mean, but why not? We need a, a write down thing of that. You know, we need to remind ourselves because we don't, <laughs> re- we don't record this the day it goes up. I can't just tweet that out. No, we got to uh, apropos of nothing. There's a lot of cursing we have to cut out. We might need to, uh, <laughs> uh, maybe set reminders as we edit these to yeah. tweet the question and remind people to answer the question. So that's it next week. Tune in one night, ultimate werewolf. This has been cardboard, the board game podcast. Thank you for listening. Bye. 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 Right. I think you got the name wrong. It's Devon Body Presents Cardboard the Board Game Podcast. Devon Body Presents Cardboard the Board Game Podcast featuring Devon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's all for us. Of the coup. That's all for us. I I, I agree. (laughs) I agree. That's it. Goodbye. Oh, you thought we were gone. I did. We lied. Coup. (laughs) 